Welcome back to another Truth Matters podcast episode where we are speaking the truth while it's still legal. Thanks for tuning in. Sit back, relax, and get ready to hear the truth. I'm your host, Matt Franklin. Hello, friends, and here we are again with another Truth Matters podcast, episode 49. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're having a wonderful day today. Remember, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad therein. So today, I want to burst a few self-righteous bubbles. In this day and age, we have a lot of people who have a self-centered salvation mentality. And we tend, and I say we because I've been guilty, we treat God as he is our genie in a bottle, so to speak. We pray wishful and hopeful prayers in an effort to consume it upon our own lust. As James 4 and 3 says, Ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss that ye may consume it upon your lusts. And a lot of times we pray prayers that we don't necessarily need the thing we're praying about, but it's a want. It's a lustful desire. It's a thing that we want in the flesh. And I've been guilty of that. You know, I've been guilty of praying prayers that I just wanted God to do something for me that I wanted, not necessarily something that I needed. And uh, it's in those times that I have to remind myself that when I pray, I need to be praying about something that is not only going to affect me spiritually in a good way, but that it's going to benefit someone else. Something that not only is going to help me, but help someone else's spiritual walk. We should pray prayers for the things that are necessary, the things that are needed the things that are beneficial to His gospel and to His kingdom. When we pray prayers, it should be prayers that are centered toward His will, not ours. And it was Jesus Himself that said the most powerful prayer. When He was in the garden, He was getting ready to be uh, escorted out of the garden by the soldiers and to be persecuted, to be put on trial, to be beaten and bruised, and to hang on a cross for our sins. He said this prayer. He said, Father, if it be thy will, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. And that's the key to every prayer. When we pray, we need to be praying, God, your will be done. Not our will, but your will. We are not God, and we do not control God's plan, and we should not manipulate God's plan. And we should not manipulate our prayer and our praises and our lifestyle in an effort to somehow pay God forward or pay Him up front to do something for us and make a deal, so to speak. We should not try to make deals with God and say, now, God, if I do this, I want you to do that. That's not a relationship. That is an agreement. That's a business deal. God is not in the business of making business deals. He's God. He has a plan, and His plan may conflict with our plan. Probably nine times out of ten, it will conflict with our plan because we're in this flesh, and as long as we're in this flesh, we're going to be fighting the lusts and the desires of the flesh. So that's when we need to get back in gear with God. We need to get back in His Word. We need to be reminded what His will is, what His plan is, and we need to begin to pray 
His plan and desire His plan and have faith for His plan. Colossians 1 and verse 16 says, For in Him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through Him and for Him. So let's get that clear. The world doesn't revolve around us. We are not some special person that everything in life is supposed to revolve around us. There are many doctrines throughout the land today, particularly New Age doctrine, that tells us that the earth is supposed to somehow give us everything that we desire because it's all about us, and we are God, and we have the power to control everything to our will. That's not what the good book teaches. The good book teaches us that God is the creator. He is the alpha and the omega. In the beginning, Genesis 1 and 1 says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Notice the first part of that verse, in the beginning, God. So in the beginning, there was God. Before you were ever born, there was God. You're just a creation. And I'm not trying to downgrade, but at the end of the day, you're just a man. The best of men are men at best. We are only flesh and blood. We do have a spirit, but we are not God. We are the creation. We are the created. We are under His authority, His power. And one day, we're all going to stand before His throne, and we're going to truly understand the gravity of how weak and how frail and how futile we are as human beings, as the created, and how powerful and how mighty God truly is. We are nothing, but He is everything. Did you know that our podcast is reaching people across the globe? When you donate to this ministry, you are helping us spread the gospel to people all around the world. If you'd like to donate to this ministry, you can do so by clicking the PayPal link in the description box below or email us at truthmatterswithmatt at gmail.com. Thank you for helping us spread the truth in love. I don't want you to think that I'm telling you you're worthless because you were so important, in fact, that God sent His only Son to die for you. But I want to make something clear, that life is not all about us. It's not all about our desires and our wants. We need to take a look around us and have an understanding. We need to take a few steps back and look at the bigger picture. God has a blueprint plan a master plan. And we are not to manipulate God's plan to line up with our will and our desires. Rather, the opposite. We are to adjust our plans, our schedules, our agendas, our life, our will, ourselves to the Word of God, to His plan. God is the Creator. He is the author. It is His Word. He wrote the story, and we are the characters in his story. We are his story. And what he says is the final word, because he 
is the one who wrote it. And I can't change God's will to line up with my will if my will is going to jeopardize my salvation. I just want to put this thought in your mind today. Does your life line up with the Word of God? Does your ways line up with God's ways? When you pray prayers, do you pray them in an effort to get God to do your will? God didn't save you so that you could have everything you want, so that you could live your best life on this earth. God saved you from an eternal hell. He saved you because you were on your way to hell, and He has given you a heavenly home, an eternal heavenly home. He has given you salvation. He has given you over 3,000 promises in His Word. Yes, God does want us to be blessed physically, spiritually, and financially. He does want us to be blessed. He does want us to have our best life. But I don't want you to think that you're not going to have trials, that you're not going to have persecution, because the Bible says that all that live godly will suffer persecution. And the Bible says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Yea, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. I love how one Christian lady told me one time. She said, you know, many people are looking for that moment when they finally arrive. Everything just falls into place. They have no more struggles or trials or hardship. And it's like they wake up one day and everything is as it's supposed to be or how they imagine it should be. But this is not our home. And as long as we're in this world, There is going to be friction. This world will not line up with the will of God. This world is going in a different direction. But see, we're going up. We're heading to a home, an eternal home that is not of this world. And there is going to be times when we will clash with this world, when we maybe try to do things that may not be sin, but that are of this world. We may struggle to do those things because this is not our final home. We are aliens in a foreign country. When you become born again, you are an alien. You are not of this world. And as long as you're in this world, you're going to struggle. You're going to have temptations. You're going to have trials. You're going to have tests because Satan is the God of this world. And he will try with everything that he has to stop you from going to heaven. So I just want to put a little thought in your mind today and remind you that life is not all about you. It's about God's plan and his kingdom. And we need to get kingdom-minded. We are not earthbound, but we are heaven-bound. Therefore, we need to be heavenly-minded. We need to be thinking on God's plan, God's purpose. God, what is your call for my life? What is your plan for my life? What would you have me to do? What am I destined to do? What do you want me to do? What is your plan for my life? And I'll tell you, if you don't know if you're called to preach or teach or sing, or if you don't know exactly what you're called for, I'll tell you one thing that every single one of us are called for. We are called to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. And how are you doing that? And are you doing that today? This world needs to hear about Jesus. Will you tell them about Jesus? Will you get the mindset that 
this life is not about me, but I'm passing through, and this is my chance, my opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus with others. And if you don't know Jesus today, just simply ask him in your heart. Just say, Jesus, I believe that you came in the flesh. You suffered, you bled, you died on a cross, and you rose again the third day. And you went back up to heaven, and you sent the Holy Ghost as a comforter. And you presented salvation, and you offered salvation to me so that I could be saved from an eternal hell. So Jesus, will you save me today? Not only will you save me, but will you fill me with the Holy Ghost? Because I need that power, that power that's going to help me overcome every obstacle in this life, every temptation, every trial, and every struggle. Jesus, help me. Help me to know you on a personal level. Jesus, help me to live for you. And help me to learn your gospel and to share your gospel with others. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your family and friends so that we can get the truth out. Have a great day. If you'd like to donate to this ministry to help us continue moving forward and spreading the truth, send us an email at truthmatterswithmatt at gmail.com. We accept PayPal, Venmo, check, or money order. Thank you once again for helping us spread the truth.